Welcome back to the new world. Today we're reading The Haunted Castle by Hallow's Eve. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. The castle was still and silent. No candles burned in its windows. No guards stood at its gatehouse. No archers patrolled the tops of its walls. Hello, Teddy shouted. No one answered. Not very well protected, eh? Said Teddy. Our mission should be easy. Yeah, said Annie. Jack didn't say anything. He would have felt happier if guards had been protecting the castle. That would have seemed more normal. Come along, said Teddy. Jack and Annie followed Teddy over a wooden bridge to the gatehouse. Teddy held up his lantern before the arched double doors. Cobwebs sparked in the misty light. Hello? May we enter? He called. Silence. They all stared at the heavy wooden doors. Never fear. I shall get us in, said Teddy. The boy sorcerer put down his lantern. He took a deep breath, rubbed his hands together, then stretched out his arms and shouted, Open ye two oaken doors. He looked at Jack and Annie. Quick, what rhymes with doors? Uh, floors, said Jack. Good, said Teddy. He opened his arms and again yelled, Open ye two oaken doors, or we will not mop up your floors. Nothing happened. Teddy looked at Jack and Annie. Bad rhyme, he said. Annie frowned and nodded. Are you sure they're even locked, said Jack. Let's see, said Annie, and she pushed on one of the doors. Jack pushed on the other. Slowly, the doors creaked open. Ah, brilliant, said Teddy with a laugh. Shall we? He held out his hand and waved Jack and Annie through the open doorway. The castle gatehouse was cold and empty. Jack could see his breath in the sharp air. He heard a creak. They all turned to look. The heavy doors moved by themselves and closed with a thump. They all stared at the doors for a moment. Then Teddy broke the silence. Interesting, he said cheerfully. Jack tried to smile. Indeed, interesting, he said. He shivered. He couldn't tell if it was from the cold or from the fright. Now, he wondered, now are we entering the tunnel of fear? Onward, said Teddy, and he led them through the empty gatehouse onto the shadowy castle grounds. There were no signs of life anywhere. Jack thought of the old woman's rhyme. Where is the girl who spins the wool into thread? Where are the boys who play chess before bed? Where is the hound who waits to be fed? Jack wondered what the rhyme could mean. What girl? What boys? What hound? Teddy crossed the courtyard to the entrance of a large building. Jack and Annie quickly followed him. Teddy held up his lantern so they could see inside. There were rows of clean, empty stalls. Saddles and bridles hung from pegs on the walls. Hay was piled in the corners. Must be stables, said Jack. But but no horses, said Annie. No matter, tis orderly, said Teddy. Onward! He led them to the open doorway of another building. Teddy's lantern shone on a brick oven, a stone hearth, baskets of apples, and strings of onions hanging from the rafters. 
The kitchen, said Jack. But no cooks or servants, said Annie. No matter, tis orderly here too, said Teddy. Onward! As they wandered through the moonlit courtyard, Jack looked to his right and his left, and he glanced behind them. If there are ghosts, he thought, what do they look like? Halloween ghosts in sheets? See-through people like in the movies? He stopped. Hey, guys, he whispered loudly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is it? said Annie. Jack pushed his glasses into place. Are we just going to keep wandering from building to building, he said. What's our strategy here? Strategy? asked Teddy. Jack means we should make a plan, said Annie. Ah, indeed, said Teddy. Excellent idea. A plan, yes, he grinned. How do we do that? Well, first we ask ourselves, where exactly are we going, said Jack. Teddy looked about, and he pointed to a tower rising above the courtyard. There, he said, the keep. Tis where the family lives, the duke and the duchess. Great, said Jack. Now, what will we do when we get there? Climb the stairs to each floor, said Teddy. Have a look around. And if we see anything that's not orderly, we'll tidy it up, said Annie. Excellent, said Teddy. And then, asked Jack. We leave, said Teddy. Our mission is done. Jack nodded. It wasn't much of a plan or, or mission, he thought, but he liked the leaving part. He hoped that happened before any ghosts showed up. Okay, he said. Holding his lantern to light their way, Teddy led them to the entrance of the castle keep. He pushed open a wooden door and they all stepped inside. Dark figures loomed against the stone walls. Ah! Jack cried. He jumped back, bumping into Annie. Annie laughed. It's only our shadows, she said. Jack felt silly. Right, sorry, sorry, he said. He took a deep breath. Okay, let's find the stairway. I said Teddy. He slowly started walking towards a dark passageway. Jack and Annie followed close behind. The air was heavy and damp. Jack's heart was pounding. Now, he wondered, now are we in the tunnel of fear? <clears throat> a moaning sound came through the passage. Then a loud bang. Yikes, said Annie. She and Jack grabbed each other, and Teddy laughed. "'Twas only the shutters banging,' he said. "'What about the moaning?' asked Jack. "'Twas only the wind blowing through the crannies,' said Teddy. Jack took another deep breath and kept going. Soon they came to a twisting stairway. "'The stairs,' said Annie. "'Good,' thought Jack. "'Climbing the stairway was a solid part of their plan.' "'Shall we?' said Teddy. "'Indeed, upward,' said Jack, trying to sound like Teddy.' Teddy held up his lantern and started up the steep stone stairs. Jack and Annie followed. They climbed around and around the twisting stairway. When they came to the first landing, Teddy led them through the doorway of a room. They peeked in. They saw rows of helmets, breastplates, gauntlets, shields, spears, and swords. The armor room, said Jack. Aye, said Teddy. Everything seems in order here, said Annie. Jack nodded. He liked the order in the room. It made him feel safer. Shall we keep going, said Teddy. Of course, said Jack. He was starting to feel a lot braver now. They returned to the stairs and began climbing again. On the third floor, they peered through an arched entrance into a huge room. Teddy used the candle from his lantern to light torches on either side of the doorway. In the flickering light, Jack saw a high ceiling and walls hung with tapestries. 
It's the great hall, he said, where they have feasts and stuff. <clears throat> Let's look around, said Annie. See if anything seems out of order. As the three of them slowly walked forward, Jack kept an eye out for ghosts. Teddy held up his lantern. It shone on a long banquet table. Aha, he said. The table was littered with breadcrumbs, candle wax, and petals of dead flowers. The floor near the tables was messy too, with bits of food and meat bones. Finally, we found something to put in order, said Teddy. Shall we? Jack caught the sight of a straw broom in the corner. Sure, I'll sweep, he said. I'll clear the table, said Annie. I'll scrape the wax, said Teddy. Jack grabbed the straw broom and began sweeping the floor around the table. He swept up apple peelings, fish bones, bits of eggshells, and old cheese. As he swept everything into a neat pile, he felt good. They were finally carrying out their mission. We're bringing order to the castle, just like Merlin told us, he thought. And soon we can leave. Suddenly, Annie screamed. Jack dropped his broom and whirled around. Look, cried Annie, her eyes wide. She pointed to a stone hearth at the other end of the great hall. In front of the hearth, a large white bone hovered in the air. It bobbed up and down, and then it began floating straight towards them. Chapter 5. Ghosts. Ah, yelled Teddy. Ah, yelled Jack. Ah, yelled Annie. Still screaming, they all ran towards the door, and the bone came after them. Teddy led the way as they tore through the archway and scrambled up the winding staircase. Jack looked behind them. It's still coming, he shrieked. Ah, they all screamed again. On the next landing, Teddy charged into a nearby room. Make haste, he yelled. He pulled Jack and Annie into the room and slammed the door behind them. Out of breath, they all leaned against the door, panting and trembling. Safe, Teddy gasped, safe from the bone. Then he started laughing. (laughs) Jack laughed too. He laughed out of sheer terror. He couldn't stop. Listen, guys, listen, said Annie. I hear a noise. Teddy stopped laughing. (coughs) Jack clapped his hand over his mouth (coughs) and he listened. He heard a faint (coughs) sound, but he couldn't see anything. Teddy used the fire from his lantern to light the torches near the door. And then they all looked about. Looks like a nursery, said Teddy. The torchlight showed a kid's room. The room had three small beds. Wooden toys were scattered across the floor. A long white curtain fluttered from an open window. The clicking noise seemed to be coming from a dark corner. What is that? whispered Annie. She started towards the noise. Jack and Teddy followed her. Teddy held up his lantern. His light shone on a child-sized spinning wheel. It sat in the corner near a basket of wool and a tall, dusty mirror. The spinning wheel was spinning thread, but no one was touching it. It was spinning all by itself. Look, whispered Annie. She pointed to a low table near the spinning wheel. On the table was a chessboard. Large wooden chess pieces sat on the squares of the board, but some of the pieces weren't just sitting. As Jack, Annie, and Teddy watched, A horse piece slid slowly from one square to another. Then a queen piece did the same. Yikes, said Annie. Ghost, said Teddy. Let's get out of here, said Jack. There's the spinning wheel. They bolted across the room. Teddy threw open the door. 
The white bone was hanging in the air right outside the door. Ah, they all screamed. Teddy slammed the door shut. They huddled together, afraid to leave and afraid to stay. Jack's heart was beating wildly. He couldn't breathe. I thought you weren't afraid of ghosts, he said to Teddy, gasping. Yes, well, I believe I just discovered that I am, said Teddy. What do we do, said Jack. A rhyme, a rhyme, said Teddy, and he gave Annie his lantern. He threw out his arms and started a rhyme. Spirits of the earth and air? He looked at Jack and Annie. Quick, what rhymes with air? Pear. Pear. Bear, said Jack. <coughs> Teddy shook his head. I fear a bear might make things worse. Jack tried hard to think of what better word rhymes with air. Wait a minute, said Annie. I get it now. I get it now. She grinned at Jack and Teddy. Has she lost her mind? Jack wondered. Remember what old Maggie said? Asked Annie. And then she recited. Where is the girl who spins wool into thread? Annie pointed at the spinning wheel in the corner. There she is, she said. She's spinning at that wheel. Annie recited more. Where are the boys who play chess before bed? Annie pointed at the chess table. There they are, she said. They're probably her brothers. They're playing chess. And she recited more. Where is the hound who waits to be fed? Annie threw open the door to the nursery. The bone was still hanging in the air. Jack and Teddy jumped back in fear. Don't be afraid, said Annie. It's just a dog, a hound. He's carrying a bone in his mouth. Don't you see? The girl, the boy, and the hound, they're all here. They're just invisible. Chapter 6. Merlin's Diamond. One diamond. Jack and Teddy were speechless. They kept staring at Annie as she got down on her knees and talked to the invisible dog. Hi, you, she said in a soft voice. Are you hungry? The bone dropped towards the floor and it flipped over, then rocked from side to side. See, said Annie to Jack and Teddy. Now he's rolling on his back with his bone in his mouth. Poor thing. Poor thing, said Jack. We have to help him, said Annie. She stood up. We have to help them, too, the girl and her brothers. She hurried across the room. Jack and Teddy followed. Annie stopped at the small spinning wheel. We can't see you, said Annie, but we're not afraid of you and we want to help you. Can you hear me? The spinning wheel stopped spinning. She can hear us, Annie said to Jack and Teddy. Annie turned back to the ghost girl. What happened to you and your brothers and your dog and everyone else in the castle? How did you all become invisible? Jack felt a wave of cold air whoosh past him. I think she's moving, said Annie. Aye, said Teddy, to the looking glass. See? A thick, invisible finger had begun to write something in the thick dust of the mirror. Four words slowly appeared. I can't believe it, said Teddy. This must be the secret castle that guards the Diamond of Destiny. The Destiny! What's that, said Jack. A magic diamond that belongs to Merlin, said Teddy. It was set in the handle of, a very, of the very sword King Arthur pulled from the stone many years ago. The words on the mirror say, Diamond of Destiny Stolen. Oh, I know that story, said Annie. That's how Arthur became king. Yes, said Teddy. And someday the Diamond of Destiny will give the same strength and power to the next rightful ruler of Camelot. That's what Merlin must have meant when he said the future of Camelot depends on us, said Annie. 
"'Indeed,' said Teddy. "'Wait, wait,' said Jack. "'I'm confused. "'What does the Diamond of Destiny have to do with invisible kids and dogs?' "'After Arthur became king, Merlin gave the diamond to a noble family of Camelot,' said Teddy. "'The name of the family was kept secret. "'As long as the family kept the diamond safe, they would have good fortune. "'But should they fail to protect it, they would fade from life.' "'Oh, so the family let the diamond get stolen,' said Annie, "'and now they've all been turned into ghosts.' "'Precisely,' said Teddy. "'I wonder where the diamond was kept,' said Jack. "'Good question,' said Teddy.' Certainly some special hiding place, perhaps in one of the towers. Look, guys, said Annie, pointing to the wall near the mirror. A long, heavy tapestry had been pulled aside to reveal a small door in the stone wall. The door was slowly swinging open. The ghost girl, said Annie. She's showing us the diamond secret hiding place. The three of them hurried to the stone wall and looked inside a tiny cabinet. The walls of the cabinet were made of gold and ivory. The cabinet was empty. Annie looked around. Ghost girl, she said. Who stole the diamond of destiny from its hiding place? Letters began to appear on the mirror again. In the thick dust, an invisible finger wrote, The Raven. Oh no, whispered Teddy. Please no. Jack felt a fresh wave of fear. Oh no, please no. What? He said. Wait, said Teddy, pointing at the mirror. The finger wrote one more word in the dust. King. Just as I feared, said Teddy in a hushed voice. The Raven King. <laughs>